Huh? Melvin Superman, how are you? Hey, what's up, Lady Bridget? What's going on? Good. So you are four times author? I am. Yeah, I'm on my uh I'm currently working on my fifth, which is just about done. Yeah. Okay. But yes, I am author. Okay, awesome. Well, congratulations. What is your fifth book gonna be about? Uh, thank you. So my fifth book is actually going to be about because um, I grew up on on comic books, right? And I started to look at uh, you know like my personal friends and people that I've like connected with as um, certain having certain characteristics of certain you know certain people. So some somebody may want to do what they want to do, like like a Deadpool. Some baby, some people okay. may have willpower like Captain America or something like that. So I started to really um, kind of look at my friends as uh, different comic book characters. Like they line up with certain people that I grew up on. So I just decided to um, to take that like experience and just write a book on it of how okay. superheroes and entrepreneurs are kind of similar in their own little ways. So that's what it's going to be about. Wow, okay. Sounds like some good writing creativity, too. Um, and so what were your other four books? Are they in a similar type of theme? Uh, no, well, kind of. So uh, my first book, uh, which I released in 2015, it was, um, it was about introverts and how they deal with entrepreneurship because I'm formerly firmly introverted and I wanted to okay. break free and break away of this of the concept of just doing as I was told and I wanted okay. to um I felt like a book was a, a good way for me to do that because it allowed me to kind of work at my own pace uh which is ultimately how I like to work so that's how my first book came about um my second one was about network marketing because everybody and their mother was trying to get me into a right. network marketing company at one point. You know, it was like you couldn't go anywhere without uh, running into somebody that was in network marketing. You know, and so right. Right. I, I kind of observed people in that space, and then I wrote a book on that based on what I saw oh. and what I observed. Um, cool. Yeah, my third one was uh, it came from a dream that I had about my grandpa because he's no longer with us. And um, I, th I thought of what I would say if he was still, you know, still around and still here with us. Like what what type of things would I have to talk about? Uh, what type of man have I become after his passing? Yeah. And um, he came to me in a dream. And then that's where my third book came from, which is um, Entrepreneurial Spartans, A Grandson's Tribute. That came to me in a dream. Um, wow. And it's written in the form of a letter. It's not it's not written in the traditional sense of like a of like chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. It's written in the form of a letter, you know, so it's like, hi, grandpa. And then I go into detail of like what I've been up to since his passing. Okay. So that's oh. what my third book is about. Um, cool. And then my third, I mean, my fourth one, I'm sorry, was is is about uh, helping de people develop a king and or queen's mindset, you know, so I talk about uh, the importance of black excellence and how 
you know, certain music artists and like things like that that I grew up on have kind of have influenced uh, what type of business decisions I make. So I've grown up on, you know, the DJ Khaled's, the T.I.'s, the 50 Cent's. And after right. watching their um, their interviews, what type of nuggets was I able to take away from what they experienced and how I could apply it to what I'm doing with books, with right. my podcast, with other stuff. Um, so that's a section of the book that I that I talk about. And it's written, the, the book itself is written in the form of like kings, queens, castles, you know, like success is like building your own castle, you know, and you need the right people to help you build that castle. So right. that's what my fourth book is about. Um, and it goes with the title of it, which is uh, Heavy is the Head for Those Who Were Crowns of uh, the Entrepreneurial Kingdom. And then off that, I went with the crown, you know, type of theme for the entire book. So that's what wow. my books, as of right now, are about. Sound like some creative writing. Now, it sounds like you crossed across like multiple genres. How was it switching from like a personal, like how you deal with your grandpa, to the comic book, to? Um, doing the inspirational like how was it to switch across those different genres like that um to be honest with you it was actually it was actually easy because i didn't uh i didn't force anything uh whatever came i let it come i didn't try to make it i didn't try to write right so i didn't try like if nothing came then i just i just kind of chilled out and i let it um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm let it marinate. You know, I let it marinate. I didn't try to release my book in a year or three years or six months. Like I didn't put a time limit on when my books would be released. And I kind of just went off of um, well, when I felt <laughs> felt like my book was finally finished and I couldn't think of anything else to write. That's when I would release it. So I didn't. I had a plan, but. I didn't like say, oh, well, if it's not released in six months, I'm not doing it. Like, I didn't do that. Like, yeah. I, but you like, know, so. you're different, right? Did you, it's you changed up different writing styles. So because of the type of book you was writing, was it difficult to do that? Like if you're normally used to writing in personal writing, now you're switching over to um, educational writing. You know what I'm saying? Like, was it difficult to switch your writing styles? Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't because I um, I let it come natural, and I and I I write based off of what I internally feel, and that's really okay. been a strong tool of a lot of my writing. So, um, so if I feel led to write about something, I usually just let it, just let it flow, just let it okay. come. Okay. Yeah, that's really been my style of writing, and so, um, it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard, but I did space out the time the timing within my books like i didn't i wasn't on autopilot you dig what i'm saying right. like i wasn't <laughs> right. like i wasn't on autopilot you know what i mean because um like i said i do like the fact that i could kind of work at my own pace with it so i wasn't like yeah. okay i just dropped this book like last year i gotta release another one and then another one like no i, I right no it's not it's not how i do it if i 
release it next year it's because i feel led to do that it's not right. like i'm under pressure it's not like i'm on a deadline or nothing like that so i really yeah. just let um god the universe whatever you call it kind of instruct me yeah. on when yeah, i should release cool. my stuff yeah that's pretty cool um that's that's really good um, I'm actually in the process of writing a book. Um, it's an inspiration, prayer devotional type of book. Um, I mm-hmm. bring a book and publish it of my life story, and it's part of a series. But now I'm switching over to the devotional, you know, inspirational type of thing. And I yeah. was wondering, like, how do you switch, you know, from you know one side to the other side, um, like, but you really answered it. Well, um, one of the ways that I do it, like honestly, I really uh, the title really influences how I'm going to write. So I really get a lot of inspiration from my titles, the, the titles of my books and stuff. So. Uh, like I said, my my last one was heavy as the head, right? For those who were crowned. So, mm-hmm. because that's the title, I made sure that everything was very like king, queen, crowns dripped in blood, like success and castles. Because I went off the mm-hmm. title. So, okay. um, and even the one that we're working on right now, I went with that as well. It was based off the title. So. Like it's about yeah, like being superhuman and being like, yeah, like entrepreneurship and being like superhuman and that type of thing. So a lot of the stuff that I'm that I've structured it out, the way that I've structured it up is, you know, talking about um, anti-heroes and villains and that type of thing. But it's all stemmed in nonfiction. Like all of my books are nonfiction in some degree. Um, so that's like a common theme with all of my books, even though I'm covering different stuff. Like my first one was about me breaking free as uh, from what I, from doing as I was told and just following my heart on stuff, which is a form of nonfiction. And then my second one was network marketing, which I had the experience of, you know what I mean? So my, right. even though I'm still nonfiction, you know, I still, uh, I still find a way to do different forms of nonfiction, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't just stay stuck in one way of doing it. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You, um, so with your, how, well, let's just say this, in your writing um, four books and on your fifth one, over what time span? And I know you work mm-hmm. on a time scale, but over what time span did it take for you to write those books? Uh, usually about a year and a half. And what I would do is um, I'd wake up at a certain time every morning, depending on when it hits me. You know, it, sometimes it hits me at 10 p.m. and I work right. on my book until 12 in the morning. Sometimes I'm gonna be honest with you. It hits me. It hits me at four in the morning, you know. And I'll work on it for like an hour. You know what I mean? But, um, but I made sure that I was consistent with it, though. Like I, I did that uh, every day or every time I felt led to write something, you know. So it was right. like a year and a half, like a year, year and a okay. half, somewhere around there. Okay. 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 Yeah. 
for one like one buck or is that for all four of them um no that was overall that was for all four of them um okay okay oh that's pretty yeah cool. that was, no. yeah so i i I had the same amount of time for all four, um, but I did co-author a book as well. I did. Uh, my second one was co-authored uh, because the person that was helping me with it, uh, they were having a similar a similar experience to mine. So we just decided to just Do a uh, put our writing heads together and co-author. Yeah. 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 So my second one was a co-author. That's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. You really inspire the creativity and writing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad, man. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely glad. Like, um, and that's what keeps me in the game of doing it. You know, that's really what what yeah. keeps me in the game of Where doing you don't feel outside like of or you know like it's a task, but keep it lively. You know, and interesting for your reader too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and there's like this uh this running joke going around the uh like the creative world that uh that's actually how I came up with the theme. Uh because my friends they uh for my fifth one, that's how I came up with the theme. Uh I grew up on on Superman and that's kind of become my nickname among friends because they think I don't sleep. <laughs> like they think that I'm just they think I don't sleep. Like they think that I just wow. I'm always on the move and always working. You know what I mean? And so yeah. um Secrets out. I do sleep. I sleep a lot. So, so, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that, that's kind of what inspired me to do that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. It's cool. It's really cool. And I like meeting other writers. I do. I like meeting yeah. like how other people, uh, kind of come up with their writing process and if it matches up with mine and if it's different, like, and what, what days do they do it? Does it match up with how I do it? So, it's cool. It's definitely a cool experience to come across different like writers and and that type of thing. So yeah, I'm here for it, man. I'm always down to connect with new writers. Yeah, that's awesome. We should schedule a show to um, inspire those who would like to write a book and giving them different yeah. strategies or just inspiration in general um, and writing a new book. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally down for that. Um, and plus another thing that I study, honestly, is, uh, I do study like, you know, the law of attraction and what you create, you think about. So that was another theme that I applied, um, to my fourth one, to my last one that was just released. Uh, that is something that I talk about in there as well. And I share, um, you know, some affirmations that I say out loud every day that, have influenced my life, you know, and yeah, people can like play around with them and see how how they can kind of switch up their affirmations. So, yeah, that's something else that I spoke about in my last book was like the importance oh, nice. of words and like watching what you say and, and that type of thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think I'm going to name it the same thing, Inspired to Write, unless you have another. Um... um well, what's your book about now? Like, what's like, what book are you enjoy working on right journey. now? It's, uh, enjoy the journey. Is about joy and the distinct difference, really, from joy and happiness. Happiness is when something happens, 
joy is something that you have because your eyes is focused or determined on the end result um, your vision or your overall overcoming any obstacle or just learning to enjoy the journey no matter what it looks like around you um, yeah in these times that we're in with you know the pandemic COVID-19 where people can't see the light at the end of the tunnel like how do I find joy um, during this time like what do you mean I should have joy even though everything around me looks bleak so that's really what that book is about yeah I think that's uh, I think that's a super cool concept you know and I think you're right I think especially with all of this COVID stuff, like we need all the inspiration that we could get. So, um, you know what I mean? So maybe you could switch up the title a little bit though. And like put, um, like, like keep the same concept, but just switch up the words a little bit. So like, here's what I'm getting from what you're telling me since it's about, okay. Uh, since it's about joy, um, right. the the road to manifesting and maintaining your own joy. Um, right. So that's a good um, like subtitle or not subtitle, but what is the part that you put at the bottom, like that tells you? Actually, let me write that down. <laughs> like, the road <laughs> to manifesting. And maintaining your joy. Manifesting and maintaining your joy. Yeah, so that would be, you know, like, you know how when you write the book, you put up under the title, like, what this book is about, you know? And maintaining your joy. I do have a book. There's a different book. Um, Mm -hmm. And... I mean, I have multiple books that I'm actually working on. That's another reason why I was asking about um, how do you, you know, switch from one side to the. Well, uh, well, here's the thing. Um, here's the thing, because I actually, uh, I actually fight with the universe about that. Jokingly, I jokingly fight with the universe about that because I tell the universe, "Don't give me no more ideas. Like I'm swamped." Like I, I can't. I, I know like, I'm, I'm super <laughs> swamped. I kid you not. Um, I kid you not. But like, I've got like two more books in me after this pandemic, one. I have yeah. twenty-two books total that I am to produce over a time period. So it's ironic that you were speaking on, you know, just you know, birth them out. Like, don't put pressure on it or anything. Like, when you're done with it, you know, you're done with it. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I'm definitely I have like okay, so to put me in the mind of what you were speaking of earlier, I have this book mm-hmm. Journey of Purpose and it's the road less traveled. That's one of the books mm-hmm. as well. That's a that's a good book. It sounds like it. It sounds like a good book. I don't know if you started working on it yet, but it sounds like a good one. I have. I have. Like, each one of them, I've already wrote down the snippet of what they are about, you know? Yeah. Um, And as I get inspired, I just go back to that book and write what I'm being inspired in that moment. 
Mm. Yeah, that that's pretty much how I do mine as well. Because um, I do have a couple of more books that, that I'm going to be writing myself. Uh, and my next one after this one um, is going to be like a, uh, like a luxury slash love story. It's going to be like luxury yeah. slash love. And, yeah. Um, and I, I have the title for it. Um, I have the title for it, but I got to come up with, you know, what it's actually going to be about. Uh, nothing has really come yet, but I do have right. the title. Um, and it's called, uh, I think it's called, and like that we're gone. And it's like a luxury type of love story. Um, like a rags to riches type of thing. Um, mm. Yeah, about That's meeting good. somebody in the midst of, in the midst of whatever you're building, what type of empire you're building, um, and how this person has their own stuff going on, but y'all still find ways to like come together and love each other and spoil each other and all that lovey dovey stuff. <laughs> like, so that's good. Um, like, cause yeah. you know what? Like, that is so needed because people tell me all the time, like, you don't have time for nobody. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you, like, all this stuff that you're into, like, how do you have time for anyone? And most of the time, I think it goes back to that law of attraction to the people that are you know you connect with or whatever like when you go out and different things like that like they have that same type of life um and yeah. so it's just trying to um marry the two so to speak you know um not forsake what it is that you know is in you to do you know for your purpose but yeah. you know still being able to integrate you know that into your life that has been a challenge I, I tell you <laughs> that has been a challenge <laughs> um, but you know it's necessary you know um, and I think it's, it's awesome because if you can create synergy and this is not yeah. just relationships like love relationships but just with business anything if you know, one person have an idea, another person have an idea, and together you create something differently. If you take that into love, you know, one person has a life, another person have a life, y'all create something that y'all cannot create separately, um, but still fulfilling purpose and destiny. So, um, right. I think that's awesome. I think that's really awesome. Yeah, because my I used to get that in some of my... Uh, a past relationships, you know, they would say like, ah, you work too much. But to me, it doesn't feel yeah. like work. Like yeah, it doesn't, enjoy. like, I don't feel tired. I don't feel fatigued when I'm writing or when I'm coming up with a, uh, with a podcast episode or whatever I'm doing. Like, I don't feel tired. So to me, I'm kind of like, well, I'm not sure what to tell you. Like, because I don't feel tired. I don't feel, <laughs> I don't feel tired. I don't, I swear I don't. Right. So like, I, well, it's and, like you know, for creative people, inspirational people, really, it it drives you. You know, I I always say that like purpose is what gets me up every day. Like you're excited yeah. about waking up because you're like, okay, what is it that I'm gonna work on now? And it's so like refreshing. Yeah. 
um, to be able and inspiring for yourself to be able to do those things like it really motivates you so I think people who are not in that space of purpose or that realm of purpose that they don't get it because they're more focused on like everyday life and whether that's going to a regular job versus working from home whether that's or whatever they're tied to they're more tied to those things than really the inward side I think I always say purpose is on the inside of you not outside of you and a lot of times we search without instead of within but once you tap into what's within you it's like you're not attached so much to what's on the outside of you and I think people who are purpose driven like that it's very difficult to kind of rationalize like I I just don't get it. Like this is this is what puts gas in me. Like this is my cap my gas in the vehicle and it never goes past, you know, you know, if you drive, they say never let your gas tank go below half. You know, it's like it, I never allow it to get there. So I don't know. I think it's just tapping yeah. into a different realm of purpose. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's um I think it's easier when you find people that really uh, work the way that you work like they don't feel like you're trying to outwork them they don't feel like you're trying to um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for like trying to say that you're better than them or something like that like they don't think yeah, like that yeah no it's definitely nothing like, like that but when you are not you know really tapped into that people can perceive it yeah. that way you know they perceive it as you feel like you're better than them feel like that you're trying to be seen or you know so many different things but when people operate in that realm they like no I absolutely get it you know and they're inspired by it you know because like you know that energy feeds off of each other and you just you be even more inspired to do what it is that you're doing so you know I just think it's just they're just not in that space yet you know yeah yeah i mean but but that's the great thing about it like even if you're not in that space yet you can if you want to anyway you can learn how to be in that space if you really want to learn how to it's not like one of those things where people most people want to honestly you know they do they just don't know how you know like most people wish they can be in that space i put it for monday at 9 30 is that good for you or we can change it okay Okay. Yeah, just accept them. Okay, awesome. Awesome. So, um, yeah, I just think, you know, yeah, even if they're not there, it probably takes some time to kind of detach from the things from around you and start tapping from within. That can take time. But it's yeah. something that's necessary. And I think every person, because I really don't think that you really reach your fullest potential or even extract your greatest potential until you're in that space. Like, no one can extract from you your greatest potential until you get in that space. And I think everybody's in search of that space. They just, like, yeah. unawarely, they just don't know how to thrive in that space. Like, they'll get there and then it feels awkward. And they don't, or they allow yeah. the things around them or the people around them to take them out of that space. But I think that's where you get your your best synergy and and ideas and thriving in life and really fulfill what you was created to do. 
Right, exactly. And um, that's one of the things that I've been telling people is I, I make it a habit of disconnecting. Yeah. Um, I just, I make it a habit, you know. Uh, yeah. I just started doing that like this year of, you know, if my phone is like, if my phone is charging, right? And I know that I'm going to be like locally in the area, like I just leave my phone at home and I let it charge. Like I don't feel like this, um, this like thing anymore of like being attached to my phone. Yeah. 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 And this year is really what has kind of broken me away from that. Because uh, like everybody else, like I used to do it, you know, I used to always check my pocket, make sure I got my phone like every day you know, every day. Right. And um, somebody had revealed to me that being on your phone too damn much could actually, it drains your, your energy. It drains your... It does. It absolutely you know? does. And because you're picking up all those different vibes and spirits and the energy. And it literally yeah. can drain you. Like, you're, you're drained from it. And people don't even recognize it. Um, and then your phone is like an easy distraction. Every time a notification pops up, every time somebody calls you, texts you, you're constantly being distracted. And it takes, you can be distracted for two minutes, but it may take you two hours to get back to that space that you were in, you know? And I think right. sometimes that's, that's not considered, you know? Right, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it could, but it could be learned though. It's not like it could totally be learned how to. Cause I, I also, um, I meditate when I'm outside. I, I definitely yes. need to take a, make a habit to meditate. Um, and like I find like when my brain is is clogged with all of these different thoughts of things that I want to do and, um, and just going at a thousand miles an hour. Uh, meditation has been like super beneficial, you know, yeah. it allows me to really like, zone in on what I want to do for the day yeah. and not always worry about the future. Like, cause I think yeah. about the future a lot. Um, but meditation definitely, it grounds me. So I've yeah. gotten into the habit of just meditating, you know, not always for an hour. Sometimes it's like 20 minutes or 30 minutes. And then that'll give me the answer that I'm asking, you know, my higher self, the universe, God, the powers that be, whoever you call it, that'll usually give me the the answer that I'm looking for. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so. it, that's like literally being syncopated because it's like a predestined path. It's already done. So if you take time to really tap in, you'll know exactly what you're supposed to be doing at that moment and staying present because oftentimes, you know, you are... You, if you think about tomorrow too much or your future too much, you become anxious or you worry. And if you think about the past, that can make you be in regret or depression. But if you stay present in that moment, you'll be able to fulfill your destiny. So, you know, um, that's definitely a practice thing. And meditation is so important because you have all these different habits but even your thought patterns are habits you know like your thought patterns yeah. are on the same pattern as they were yesterday um whether it's yesterday literally or yesterday as in five ten years ago yesterday um your emotions are on the same patterns you have triggers different things 
that puts you in that same place. So meditation is taking the time to really um, interrupt that thought pattern that may have been negative or may have not been beneficial for your present time and to really zone in on what it is that, you know, you're supposed to be doing in that moment. And that's just developing a practice of staying present, you know? Yeah. Do you write um? Do you write things down, like goals and things like that that you want yes. to do? Um, so I have so many things. <laughs> I have <laughs> like literally thick. I have this um planner called the Passion Journal. I love it. Yeah. It's a passion planner, and um, I literally write things out there. Um, I have notebooks that I write depend on, you know, which thing I'm focused on or whatever. I write out everything. Like I write out everything. I write out everything. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, I've actually gotten into the habit of doing that and it, I write it like, cause I know that there's different ways to manifest stuff. Right. And right. one way that I found that that works for me is um writing from a state of gratitude so i'll say like um i'll say like dear universe right i'm grateful for um if there's a certain amount of money that i want to manifest within the next couple of years or months whenever it happens i'll say like i'm grateful for um being a millionaire i'm grateful for being able to walk i'm grateful for breathing like i just find stuff to be grateful for like in the present you know so that way like it encourages the universe god whoever to um to send me more of what i'm already grateful for so that's what i've gotten into the habit of doing and i found that that method actually works you know just expressing gratitude for what you already have so that's just my personal little like nugget yeah yeah definitely i definitely agree with that i mean when I pray every day, I my prayer is full of thanks. I don't do so much of um, just thinking about anything else. Like I literally like, God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for opportunity of life, health, and strength. I thank you for what you're doing in my life. I think, you know, I go down the list of thank yous. Even my requests are filled with thanksgiving, you know. Um, and it's, it's one of those things that one keeps your mind encouraged. Uh, and also, it's another way of exemplifying faith and knowing that God is going to do it for you. Like, you know, um, that's yeah. another way of communicating to him. Like, I trust you and I know that you're going to do it for me. Um, yeah, for sure. Right, exactly. And um, are there other ways that you manifest things, or is that like your main? Is that like your go-to? Um, no, like um, it's not just that. I think that's very important because it really shifts your energy. It shifts everything about you, um, and it shifts those people in your life that you need to connect with. But um, I truly believe manifestation is. If when you meditate on something, uh, once you start applying what you have, like I believe, like wisdom and manifestation 
is the application of information. Because um, information is just information if you do not right. um, use application. But information with application produces transformation, which is AKA manifestation. So I think a big key of, if you want to manifest something is get information about what it is that you want to manifest, begin to take steps towards it. Like if you got an idea, write it out, you know, write the vision, make it plain and begin to write it out. And I believe in your faith, even in that stuff, God will give you the connections that you need. And then you start applying what it is that you have been meditating on that information. And then that is what becomes your manifestation. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, that's definitely a good way to look at it too. You know, um, and it's funny because a lot of people don't realize how powerful manifestation is until you start to apply it. Um, mm -hmm. And it could totally be used like for anything. It doesn't even have to be on nothing big. You know, right. it could totally be used. Because I think, you know, when you think of manifesting, right, people automatically go straight to that is like something big and colossal and right. like something grand. Um, yeah. I mean, it can, don't get me wrong, because right. I like to think that way, but, <laughs> but I think it applies to the small things too. Yeah, I, mean, I am a big thinker. I don't hide it. Like, <laughs> I love thinking yeah. big. I do, but I do also understand that um, that it can also be applied to you know the small everyday thing. Not always. Yeah. Wanting a million dollars or a billion dollars, like maybe you just want twenty grand, you know, to help right. you get to the next level or something. Just so, depends on where people are, you know. Um, it definitely works, but I believe it's in your everyday routine where you'll see what you believe. And um, it's taking those everyday steps is what gets you to, you know, the bigger manifestation. So, yeah, I, right. I definitely believe in, in that. And manifestation for people, a lot of times that's like a big word thrown out there, but it's just the revealed um, for me, I look at it as the revealed word, like something that you spoke into existence. And now um, you see the revelation of it. And sometimes people look at revelation as only as knowledge, but a person can be revelation. Like you see in the revealed word, um, we are revelation to people. We are assigned to people. Um, different things yeah. that you see happening to your life is a manifestation. Um, you can just find yourself thinking about something. You'll be like, wow, I was just thinking about that. And it'll just come before you. And you'll be like, wow. And so those are like small instances where you see the word at work. It's the same way the word came into existence. The universe yeah. came into existence. It was spoken into existence. And the revelation, the uh, manifestation of that word manifested as earth it manifested as life with man and with woman it manifested you know with the animals it manifested in so many different ways and so yeah you definitely can manifest it in your everyday life yeah I mean because um I, I remember I did have a really I've had a couple of, of instances of you know just manifesting things and uh, one of the things that I said that I wanted to do is I want to speak on on an international level. 
Uh, that was Most one of my early yeah. manifestations mm-hmm. uh, in the year. And um, shortly after that, I had developed uh, my own podcast to go with to go with my books. Yeah. And um, yes. and uh, I remember because at one point, you know, I was just. I had like this creative surge where for like 30 days I recorded like every day. Like I had like this mm-hmm. creative just surge and I felt this need to record every day. And um, right. one day I looked, I went in my, um, cause they let you keep track of your audience um, with Anchor. Cause that's the platform that I use for my podcast. Right. And they let you see where, you know, who's listening from where and, and, and things like that. Right. And I saw that, um, it started off in the U.S. and then, yeah. like within that thirty days or within that sixty days, however long it was, um, I saw that I had like listeners from the U.K. I saw that I had yeah. listeners from Afghanistan and yeah. India and Iraq and all of these places. And I'm not. I'm just gonna put this out there. I cried like a damn baby. I did. I cried <laughs> like a damn baby. I should have been dead because. Because I wasn't expecting that, like, you know what I mean? Like, I right. I wasn't expecting right. that. Like, I had put yeah. it out there, you know, I did. Yeah. But I wasn't sure when that shit was going to manifest. I wasn't sure yeah. when or how or, or what way. Because I thought that it would be one of those things where I would literally go to these places. You know, yeah. I would literally, like, get my passport and go. Yeah. Like, that's what I thought was going to happen. But uh, due to COVID, that's not right. what happened. Yeah. And it's it's not to say that you won't go to those places, but it's like we it's thinking outside of the box. It's like God answers our prayers outside of the box. And so many times we limit God because we got a one way thinking of how things are going to manifest and you don't know how he wants to manifest in your life, how he wants to manifest his word. Like he he answered, but it was totally out of the box. And that's like awesome and amazing. I seen um because I did my podcast on Blog Talk Radio. And you know, you do even on these platforms, Facebook, like you connect with so many people. So um, one day I I had received this prophecy about how I would go and speak to the nations and all these different things. And in doing so, it was like in my spirit, and we're gonna get the person who chimed in. I'm not ignoring you. Uh, we're not ignoring you. We just we just kind of like just flowing right now um but yeah give us so, a minute y'all give us a second yes give <laughs> us a second or we're gonna we're gonna get your time because we definitely appreciate you for joining and we don't get your questions answered any comments you have yeah please feel free to share if you have comments um and so you know i was like okay but then it like it like dropped in my spirit like you're holding yourself back and I was like huh and it's like you don't really want to go and it goes back to like that predestined path right like it was predestined for me to speak to people overseas and I'm just like Mm -hmm. okay so I went into prayer and I was like okay yes God I'm willing to go like whatever you want me to do Um, because I'm a firm believer that we are the solution to the problem we see and sometimes the words are in our mouth to yeah. unlock others' destiny. And so I I was like, okay, you know, I'm willing. And 
we literally like I was in prayer that next day someone contacted me on Facebook and we've been connected for three years now um, in Nairobi, Kenya and the vision God had gave me like without me even telling them they literally sent me that same vision like I was like it blew my mind because I was like whoa I thought this was so out of the box like what do you mean somebody all the way in Nairobi, Kenya have the same vision they was asking if I could help Uh them with the vision by them coming up under my vision and I was like Mm. okay I was like most definitely sure and they was like well do you have a school name and I told them the school name said oh my god like over here that's really would be the umbrella and this is how our government worked like they went into all these different details on it and so long story short just like with three two and a half weeks ago they had um i'm going over there in february but they have for me to speak to them virtually um and they had to yeah. translate it into swahili and i was like god are you serious right now like this is so <laughs> and i spoke away like three years ago like but i was like in my own reservations like I was just like I don't know about going and I kind of like delayed it so I guess he was like well you know let me let her speak to the congregation like you know through video you know even though I had spoke to him his wife and kids he was like you know and like God gave him that so I spoke with them virtually and he was like oh my god this is so on time and he started telling me like the different things that were going on I was like oh my goodness like God you're serious and so um you know i'll be going over there in february like it's just like no limit to what god can do like through these different connections and different things that he that he's doing and so it's just taking him out of the box exactly that part congrats though yeah congrats thank you i think that's super big And I actually said that I was going to write a book on that experience. That was another reason why I was asking you those questions. Because I was like, I'm going to go over there, even though I'm going over there for a particular mission. But I'm going to write a book on the experience because I'm going to the villages to, you know, do a mission trip there. But they're also going to take me to the safari that's over there. So I definitely want to write on it, you know? Yeah, of course. I mean, and I think... And that I've gotten into the habit of doing um yeah. type of personal I I keep a personal uh a personal copy of all of my books. Uh because it yes. reminds me it's a it's a personal reminder of my own progress. Yeah. Because when I wrote yeah. my first one, I don't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> I, I swear I didn't. Um I didn't know what I was doing. Right. Uh now that I'm you know, I call it cementing your feet, right? That's what I call it. And now I'm okay. cemented. I'm cemented in uh, this path of, of books and things like that. And I've got it's found on that concept. Like, that's pretty cool. Cementing your feet. That's foundation. That's actually, let's see, giving me more work, man. Giving me more work. No. <laughs> Like you learned so much in your creative process. Like you literally can hold like workshops and different things. Like yeah, I, oh my God, just, I'm just gonna stop because I'm like literally. Nah, so nah, right but now. I joke with people like that all the time, you know, because 
you be you can't take your journey that serious. Like you really can't. Yeah. Like, you gotta learn how to like um I guess crack jokes on yourself, if that's what they call it. Yeah. Like you gotta learn how to do that. Yeah. Because Yeah, laughter. Uh yeah. it has yeah. those lonely those lonely uh moments or whatever you call it. It does, you know what I mean? But yeah, you gotta learn how to crack jokes on yourself. Like make light yeah, of for sure. Of everything. So I'm I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm not I'm just kidding with her. <laughs> I'm just kidding with her. Yeah. Yeah, my little manifestation is real. I have manifested plenty of things. And see it happen. Yeah, girl Absolutely. I think it's just encouraging people in those areas, like, because that's really when you come into the full essence of who you are, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, and then real quick, and then we probably can be done, because now I'm inspired to write some more. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was speaking with this author on yesterday, and she was talking about successfully failing forward. And I was like, oh, my God, it's something about putting those three words together was so awesome, you know, and successfully selling forward. Because a lot of times just selling forward alone um, is something. But yeah, successfully selling forward, like because everybody who fails forward doesn't necessarily it doesn't end successful. Um, So I thought that was pretty cool that she was. Well, yeah, I mean, because. Yeah, because I mean, I've had some failures. I mean, now, because um, I, because I've jumped around a whole lot. Um, I didn't always want to write books. I jumped around okay. a whole lot. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. When I was really trying to like figure myself out and uh, what 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 would I want to be known for and that type of thing, I right. uh, I. I dabbled in other stuff. I wanted to do music at one point. I wanted to be a psychologist. I wanted to uh, be a firefighter, police officer. So I jumped around a a lot. And the common theme with everything that I was, that I was trying to do uh, was that it revolved around helping people. And so I found a way, um, once I paused for a minute uh, and really like sat down with God, the universe, whatever you call it, and ask them like, all right, what it, what am I supposed to do? Like, what is my calling? What am I meant to do? Like, what, what are you going to put that um, that resonates with with me? And right. um, that's when the book ideas came. Uh, came. That's when the book I came. So he wow. gave me my answer. You know, whether or not now. It took a while for me to accept the answer, you know, because I had never written a book or done anything like that. So it took a while for me to accept the answer, but he gave me my answer. And um, uh, I actually, I blogged first before I even got involved in writing a book first because I wanted to be sure that this is what I wanted to do. So I came up with, um, well, some of them were short and some of them were long. But came up with like 30 blocks in a time frame wow. of like a year or something like that, you know. And I would just I would just write blogs on things that I saw and things that I didn't like, things that I felt could be changed right. at that time. Um, and yeah. so I did a I did a blog about um 
about Capricorn because that is my sign. I am a Capricorn myself. So I did okay. a blog about um, about how other people perceive uh, Capricorn because they think right. that we're all serious and we're no, we're no fun and we're just we're just these dull goats that, that just right. that's what they think. Right. And I yeah. wanted to um, kind of open people's eyes a little. No, that's not all. All caps don't operate like that. Um, right. Some of us are spontaneous for shit, and we just, and you don't know what you're gonna get. So, right, right. I I wanted to kind of, you know, shed that light a little bit. Um, right. It it's funny that I knew I was onto something when I saw uh, the reaction of what people, you know, how been, how many people had viewed it, um, how many people saw yeah. it, because uh, I had I had written other blogs and things like that, but. Um, it was, it did the, it did the best of like the other ones had like hundred, 200 views, 300, you know, 300 views around there. But my right. Capricorn blog had like 2,500. So it blew everything else out wow. of the water. So wow. that was kind of confirmation. Like, all right, like this, like maybe writing is something that I should get into. What am I going to come wow. up with? I don't know, but <laughs> clearly I'm on the I'm on to something. I'm down for this ride wherever I'm going with it. Like, yeah. So that's and then that's when I came up with um, my very, brief, which was um, an eagle eye with a lion's heart. How introverts can break uh, barriers. That was like my wow. first, very first title that I ever came up with. And then, and, wow. um, that actually set a theme into place of because everything kind of came full circle. You know, so yeah, that set up yeah. a theme of um, using lions as a theme for most of my book covers, and I didn't realize that until I looked back at my fourth, at my fourth book, and um, even though lion is not in the title, I have a picture of a lion on my cover. So, I, mm-hmm. and right. I've used that as a theme for the majority of. Now I'm branching away from that, you know, because the one that I'm writing about right now is not about lying. So I'm branching away from that. But, right. um, but it was symbolic of me just having my own power and not, um, right. and not being afraid of what comes with that. You dig what I'm saying? And yeah, I yeah. use lion, um, as like a form of symbolism. And I didn't realize right. I was doing that until, like I said, I paused for a minute and saw that, you know, for my book about network marketing, um, I had a wolf. For my first book, I had a picture of a lion's eye. And for my third, I have another picture of, a, of an actual lion. So that's what, that's another thing that has kind of kept me in the game for as long as I've been in it. You know, it's just using symbolism wow. of lions, you know, as like... Wow to kind of not just share that message with myself, but other people like don't step into your power, whether you do it now or whether you do it in three years from now, like don't be afraid right. to step into your power. Cause once you do, it can't be taken. And that's the beautiful part of it. Like once you figure out what kind of works for you, it's yours. Yeah. And then the yeah. um, messages that I really push in my last book, in my heavy Heavy as the head book is, um, you have 
thinking of yourself as king, queen of your life, like whatever you see yourself as, like be afraid of that because words are spells. Words create things. So, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's one of the messages that I pushed with my last book. But yeah, that's that's more of a backstory of how I got here. Like it wasn't just something that I decided to do. I dabbled with a lot of stuff with the decision like, all right, this is not going alone. God is going to keep knocking me upside the head with this. That's what. So I, so I just, that's real. I'm serious. That, that's really intriguing how it went. You know, it, it just, like, I tried to brush it off. I really did. Uh, because I wasn't ready for the responsibility that came with that. Because books is, and it's, or at least it's just, this is just how I see it, a form of leadership. It, it truly is. Yeah, it because is. somebody is. Yeah, you're making yourself an authority in a certain area that you know that you're writing on. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, initially, I was. Right. And so I was not ready for that. I was not, <laughs> and I brushed that off for, for as much as I could. I I'm not gonna lie. I I tried to brush that shit off. I really did, and the universe kept saying, "Hey." Wake up. You got work to do. Wake up. Wake up. Yeah. All right, universe, what do you want? I'm trying to sleep. What is it? You got work to do. You got to wake up. Like, so, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's pretty much just a little bit of my backstory. But, yeah, that's how I've been able to write the way that I do. Because I just accept what I was being called to do or driven to do. I just accepted it. So that's that's good. I'm glad you shared that. Um, because my hands is in so many other things. Um, and it's like I really, even when this pandemic started, I knew that he was bringing everything to a halt just so I could write, you know, <laughs> like I knew yeah. that's what it was. Like, I was like, this is all about me needing to write I don't care what I thought was priority like (laughs) as soon as I shot down and like just stay still and just like meditate it literally he gave me a list of 22 books like these are the books I've been trying to get you to work on and since you ignore me now I've got the whole world at a halt right (laughs) wait you said 22 wait you said 22 well, well, I'll be goddamn. I gotta catch up to you, man. Shit, I just like, goddamn. So I'm just many books <laughs> Like I'm like, OMG, and it's like just like concepts, like what you were saying, like when you said, um, you know, you call it cementing your feet. Like sometimes people don't need to read like a whole nother book or whatever and that just have that concept in there but that concept may be part of a bigger book like you can just write a book on that concept and that's kind of the strategy that he gave me like all of the books are not you know long-winded books so to speak like some of them are like extrapolation from a bigger book but you may not need that full book you may just need this concept so that's a book alone um yeah and so you know it's it's so many different things but yeah 22 books um and i just for some reason i've wrestled i 
I literally I have my notebooks like I said when I get inspired I go into them but fully honestly just accepting the fact that this is your season to write this is what I'm calling you to and this is what's going to you know catapult you in your destiny um yeah fully accepting that call even though for years I've known it even though I've published a book but like to the extent that God wants me to do it I have not yet done that yet a question for you like you know how you write books Mm -hmm. and like you may there's different things that you may read over time or learned over time and you know you have to you reference those in your books and then you have to go back and you know um, put that in the back and let them know like hey you know I use this or whatever do you do your writing like that or do you just like forget it I'm just not going to mention it I'm just going to use my own words so I don't have to deal with all that um I do that. I do that uh, be- because, you know, my books are truth. So, yeah. my books are my like truth. Like how you took, and, like, your super, you know, heroes. No, when you were saying, well, I think it's a relation to that, but how you took, like, you listened to, you know, different ones that have shared, you know, wisdom or whatever, and you pulled that together, like, did you pretty much like formulate it into a place where it's in your own wor- words to where you don't have to worry about okay I, I took this from here and I took that from there that kind of like gets frustrating in my writing process to the point where I just don't even want to do it anymore you know like I I literally was just yeah. like no I could just <laughs> write this in my own words and be done with it what are your thoughts on that um, yeah, yeah. Going to what I was saying, uh, I do use it. I do. But, mm-hmm. but I find ways to, um, for example, right? Because you, you had kind of hinted on it a minute ago uh, when you said that I grew up on, on comic books, right? That's one of the things right. that I had grown up on. And um, the way that I use it in my book is like, I don't go around saying that I'm Superman. Like, that's not what I go around doing. What I do is I use that as an ideal, right? So Mm. the ideal of Superman is to become the best version of yourself, right? So if you look at it, um, and I'm I'm just using Superman as an example. but Like, you think so outside of the box. Okay, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. I appreciate that. For like three months, and I know that you're giving it to me because when it happens, like it's like some people get chill bumps. Like lately, like my literally, I can feel like the spirit like burning through my stomach. Like I can literally feel like I don't know, like that power just like moving. And so keep going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, if you get this, don't be afraid to stop me. I'm just saying, don't be afraid. Yeah. Um. I know. But. No, but going back to what I was saying about about Superman, I grew up on him, right? And I, I love his example. Even though he has these crazy abilities, right? He could fly, he can shoot laser beams from his eyes, he has freeze breath, and all of this stuff. 
Um, right. If you met him at work, you would never know that he was capable of doing all that. You'd never yeah. know because yeah. he wears a suit and tie. Now, if you see him out flying about and happen to look up, then yeah, you'd notice. But <laughs> but he doesn't draw that kind of attention to himself. Like he just he yeah. doesn't. And yeah. um, that's what I took from his example, and I applied it to my own life because when I was working my jobs, that's how I felt. I felt very like Clark Kent at work because I had to do as I was told and go by the book and put on that smile that they ask you to do and the customer is always right and all this stuff and but (laughs) when I was but when I'm doing my creative stuff I have no fatigue at all like I I can fly from metaphorically speaking I can fly from um, promoting my podcast to promoting my books and not feel exhausted like at all. So right, right. I use that's good. Like my personal example of um of my life. So that's why one of the things that I say is I am the superman of my life. You know, because that's how I work. That's how I operate. And then I took that example and I applied it to um other people and how they think. Right. So I move right. like Superman. I don't care very much. Somebody else may think like Batman. They may have a brilliant mind. Somebody else may think like, um, like they like to do what they want to do at all times. They don't like rules. They might right. want to operate like that. So I took those um, little little experiences that, that I was having with people and conversations and things like that. And, and it, I really started to just make a list. And I would ask people, mm. like, what is your favorite comic book character you grew up on? Like, who do you um, identify with, you know? And then I use that also as a way to um, talk about certain people without mentioning, without mentioning names. So some people would say mm. that their favorite character is, is Storm, okay. right? Because she controls the elements. And she's like Mother right. Nature, and you don't want to piss her off because she'll f you up with Mother Nature. So, some right. <laughs> somebody identifies with that. Somebody identifies right. with that. Some people are like, again, like Deadpool. They like to do what they want to do. Um, right. Some people might identify with Superman because they have crazy levels of willpower when they find something that they love to do. So, yeah. that's how I was able to. Uh, like talk about people without mentioning names because I'm using yeah. I'm using my real life experiences even though I'm right. putting Superman and Batman in there I'm not stealing I'm not really stealing I'm just saying like these are characters that I grew up on do and this say, is the impact but you do say their names but you don't you don't go into depth it's just an idea or a concept like you do reference Batman or do you just reference his characteristics and abilities no I just no I just mentioned um, the name I just mentioned the name Batman or Superman okay. or okay. Spider-Man or whoever and then from that um, you take your own personal experiences and words to describe what you think and you know what you extrapolated from Batman is that correct? yeah exactly okay. yeah okay yeah, because that's, that's one of the things. Like, um, one of my books is called When Eagles Soar. 
and um, it talks about it takes this concept of you know obviously you know when eagles soar they have like a dope over their eyes um, they're able to soar they use the currents to actually soar you know above that's what makes them soar but then they reach this time right. in their lifespan that they have to um, they go down to like this this cemetery and I actually seen this on like a video and they mm-hmm. go down to this place like it's like a graveyard for eagles and when they go down there there are some eagles that are just like laying around and while they're laying around they like have no strength because again like at that point the eagle has to make the decision that it wants to live or it just die where it is right and in order for it to live it has to make the decision to accept the meat and for me I just use an analogy it's like the information the knowledge they have to be willing to accept this new information to be able to get the string to be able to mount up and soar again but in that graveyard you will see eagles that will just lay there and die like they will like even though they're like eagles who had already survived that process and chose to go through that process they're like hovering yeah. over them and they're dropping down that fresh meat that fresh information that fresh knowledge and and they're encouraging mm. them like you can make it you can do it and that's what's giving those eagles that wants to continue on the journey and go through that painful process that gives them the ability to, you know, eat and begin to um, soar again. But then you have those that just like, they don't see the other side of the process. Instead of them looking at those eagles that are soaring, that been through that process, instead of looking at them as motivation, they're rather just sit there right. where they are and not see that there is another, there is a light at the end of this tunnel, like you can soar again. They sit there and even in yeah. their pity, they begin to pluck at other eagles that's around them. And you'll see people that like misery love company, so to speak, like they'll begin to pluck at other people that are down there. And the ones on the ground are like, they're walking like a pigeon. Like they're literally, they're nothing like an eagle. Like everything that caused them to be an eagle, to be able to soar, they don't even have that ability anymore. And so then when they finally get to that place, they get enough strength, they able to soar, they go back to this mountaintop. And when they get there now, because when they were down in the graveyard, they weren't able to cry anymore. Like their tear ducts wouldn't work anymore. It was dried out because that's part of them going through that process. But then when they go, when they get to the place, they're able to soar again. They get to the mountaintop and you know that they're at that mountaintop because now they're their tear ducts are able to, you know, shed those like tears again. But these, this time it's like tears of joy because they didn't know if they could make it through that process. And they know it was a time where they weren't even able to cry. They were just so drained. And then now they're at that mountaintop, they're able to, you know, shed those tears of joy and they begin to soar again. So um, I seen that in the video, right? And I was like, oh my God, like I, this is so my life yeah. story. Like the transformation that God is, he's like, I used you, you soar, you thrive. 
you've done levels of success. You've done podcasts. You host conferences. You travel from different states and host conferences. You've been in ministry. You've done outreach. You've fed the homeless. You've been to nursing homes. You've fed the youth. You know, so many different things. And he was like, yeah. but now I am commanding another version of you. I'm commanding for you to grow to that next level. So now you got to be willing to receive this new information, this new knowledge for this next level transformation. And if I didn't know that there was another side to this, it would be easy to be in depression and anxiety. But because I know there's yeah. another side to this, you're willing to take that information and begin to transform into the next best version of you. And so yeah. um, that's what that book is inspired from. Um, but I didn't want to go through all the trying to reference this, reference that. I'm just like, I just want to put this book out there. You know, I really want to encourage others because every person that is an eagle goes through yeah. this transformation in life. And I believe they go through it multiple times, really, because you got to be willing to be a beginner on the next level if you want to grow. Well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing, like, um, and I, I'm glad that you brought that up because I definitely uh, I, I do agree with that. Um, I think that that you know the idea of growth is a lifelong thing. It's never something that you yes. There's always going to be an area to grow in. Um. So you're never going to be like, all right, I've got myself 100 figured out. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, you don't. Like there's always right. <laughs> right. There's always you know. I think once you look at life that way, yeah, it becomes much of a thrill. Uh, you know, instead yeah. of um, feeling like you get to a certain, then life is just gonna complete. Right. I don't. No, I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think that's truly going to happen. I think you're always going to be searching for uh, some new, something to explore, yeah. something, a new place to go. Like, because as they say, we're given feet to walk, not be rooted. So I want to spend yeah. your life being rooted. Right. I mean, right. That's, that's just a fact. But I had the opportunity. I tell people this all the time. I, I'd, I'd country. I would live in here every month. Really would. If that was possible, which I'm sure it is. If that was a way of life, nobody would hear from me. I'm just saying. Like, nobody would hear from me. I, where, where are you today? Like, where are you today? Oh, oh no, nah, you're in Paris. Where are you, where are you this right. month? Oh, no, nah, I'm in London now. What? How, how, yeah. yeah. Like I would live my life like that if I could, but, um, yeah. but I think that's what life is about. Like I, I really do. I think that life is yeah. about uh, exploring as much as you can explore, I'll and not living this regretful life. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally agree with that message of uh, of being an eagle, you know, and and separating yourself from the pigeons of this world because. There's a lot of them. I'm just saying. There's, there's a lot of pigeons. Yeah. Um. But I think that's what life is about. You know, just exploring as much as you can explore. Whether creative, whether you travel, like whatever you do, like I think that's what right. life's about. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
Well, this has been awesome and amazing. <laughs> yeah. I definitely got a lot of inspiration out yeah, of Yeah, I mean, I'm listen, I'm glad I uh I'm glad I picked up because at first, um at first I was like, who is Colin? Who's Lady Bridget? Like, who is that? <laughs> and and something just some just told me like, yo, like you should pick up. Like some just said pick up. I was like, all right, yeah, so I'm gonna pick like, up. And I'm like, four times popped her. I want to talk to him. And that's like literally what I sent to And I was like, I'm, I know this is random, but I'm about to click. That's what this app is all about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have a, do you have Instagram? Because if so, I could send you, um, I could send you my books. Um, so if you have like yeah. an IG or if there's a way that you could like connect, that would totally be yeah, cool. And I, I could do. check out um and I could check out your stuff like as well. Yeah, I um actually I archived everything, but I'll unarchive it. That's the only reason I didn't delete it, because I was like, people want to know what you've done. Um, but I really <laughs> I'm just in a place like I don't want to I don't, you know, want to just kind of stand on my past work because that's like God is like literally transformed me to do something totally different now. And mm-hmm. um, so I I just like, okay, I'm going to archive everything and I'll pull it out when I need to, you know, because I know some people want to see your past work and stuff. But I'm no longer, yeah. you know, doing that aspect of things just because I want to like even with my podcast I want to evolve into for poets and artists and um, it's called the Red Ink Experience I want to transform that because it used to be the Ignite Your Purpose radio show where I interview authors, entrepreneurs um, just leaders in the community Um, I did all of that so I wanted to transform from that and, and do something different so all that past work is on there, you know. Um, but yeah. I don't necessarily want to promote it anymore because it's not, you know, it's just not what I want to focus on right now. Like, I really want to go through this transformation because, as you probably already figured out, I have a very um, religious background because I'm in ministry. And so, to yeah. really, you know, take on this new, um, level and what God wants me to do requires for me to kind of lay that down and be done with it and um, just go to the next level so uh, let me I'm right now so I'm on it's Bridget S. Banks um, on Instagram B-R-I-D-G-E-T-T uh, wait wait one second um Bridget. Yeah, it's Bridget S. Banks. S as in like Sarah. Um, Banks, B-A-N-K-S. And okay, is it the one at the top? This says uh, Miss Lady? Yeah, that's me. Okay. Yeah, that's me. So I'm actually just um, send me a follow and I'll follow you back. Yeah. Oh, I'm already on it. Just follow it. <laughs> I'm 
Listen, I'm not a time waster, man. I look. I sometimes pe- I get ne- people nervous with that because people are like, "Oh yeah, just follow me." Oh, oh no, okay, but I already did it. So. No, it doesn't get me. Nervous. I mean, <laughs> like when I talk to you, it's like, okay, like um, I've met somebody that like operates the way I do. Like I'm like that too, um, and I just because for me, when I know. Is something that you couldn't orchestrate it on your own. It's like okay, I yeah, took a whole lot of time to figure out this whole thing. So yeah, I definitely understand. Um, but awesome. So I'll be. I put it on the thirtieth. I meant to do it for because tomorrow is Monday, but we can do it on the thirtieth. That's fine as well. Um, and we'll just go from there. Yeah, um, yeah, I, we can definitely do it on the uh, on the thirtieth. Um, yeah, for sure. Either tomorrow, either tomorrow or the thirtieth, because uh, I don't have anything uh, anything planned for tomorrow except for um, an interview at like three o'clock. But that's like three in the afternoon. So if you wanted right. to do something in the morning, that I would totally be cool with that. If you want to, um, but it's up to you. I'm fair game. Yeah. Um, let's just keep it for the 30th. Um, let's just do it that way. Because I'm thinking, I don't know. That's enough time to want to be inspired again. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. We'll keep it for the 30th. That's cool. Um, we'll just go that route. But yeah, I, um, so I didn't pull out everything but you'll see some of the stuff that I've been involved in um and I just kind of do it that way let's see let's see I'm not seeing your request though I don't see I don't see you it's not showing me maybe because I'm on here okay it should have all right so awesome stuff I appreciate you and let's chat on the 30th yeah, sounds good. Glad we connected, okay. man, for sure. Okay, awesome. Bye-bye. All right, bye.